OpenAI trademark mm-hmm. GPT-5. Ah, okay. So the issue is, how close are we to AGI? Welcome to the AI Decoders the System podcast. I'm your host, Amber Ivy, also known as AI. AI Decoders the System is a series of podcast interviews with industry experts and everyday people who will help explain topics related to policy, tech, data, law, and other current issues in plain language. The goal of this podcast is to help close the knowledge gap in a world that's moving fast and inundated with a lot of information. So sit back, grab your notebook, and enjoy the show. I am so excited, y'all. We are here with Marcy Newell, um, amazing YouTuber who talks about AI and all that amazing stuff. So I'm so glad to have her here. And I'm also here, AI Amber Ivy with AI Decodes the System. We're doing AI News of the Week, and we are your go-to girls to talk about AI. So tech bro, stay here. Don't leave. You'll be fine. I promise. So make sure you grab your seat and get ready for these hot tips of the week. So Marcy, what is going on with AI this week? All right, so first we're going to start with all the graphic design stuff because there's like a bunch of news. We have at least like 10 different updates, so it's like a huge week for the design world. So, of course, we're going to start with Stable Diffusion. Ah, They launched S... Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) So they launched um, SDXL, right? And one of the most important parts of that is that they have the improved clip model. Now, if you don't know clip, it's basically Mm -mm. think about consistent characters, If you are ever trying to, for example, write your books or you're trying to create artwork with the same characters, Mm -hmm. they're using clip. Many people don't even know what Uh, they're looking for. And that actually stands for contrastive language image pre-training. All right. It's a long word, but just think of the word. Yeah. Clip. (laughs) So um, and actually, here's a tip. Because there are so many AI tools and I know a lot of people have a hard time trying to create the consistent characters. If Mm -hmm. that software is not even using clip or they're not using, for example, image diversification, you're Mm -hmm. not going to get anything out of it. It's not going to work. So that's just a little side tip for people to know why their products are not actually coming out the way that they want. Um, So how would I very important? Okay. So how would I use stable diffusion clip? Like explain like a real world example of how that could be used in YouTube channels or whatever. Like how would you actually use it? Um, yeah. So let's say you're trying to create like an AI avatar, right? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to, one. yeah. <laughs> so let's say you're creating your YouTube thumbnails and okay. you want to maybe make one of yourself or something like that. The mm-hmm. fact that it's going to allow you to now create a similar image, that's going to create more of like a consistent, you know, person or character or cartoon, whatever it is that you're creating so that mm-hmm. it's actually the way that you want it. It's going to be consistent. It's going to look the same. And maybe then you can add different clothes or different effects, you know, but it's going to be like oh, the same hot. character. Yeah. Versus so it's like, like a huge. Yeah. Cause currently it mixes stuff up a little bit unless you're training it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Okay. So it's like okay, a so huge. I- yeah. It's, it's a huge um, improvement that they did this week. Um, so next up, I love uh, Leonardo AI. So it's like another image to text software. Um, And now they just released two new models. It's the RPG version five and then the anime pastel dream. So it's just, it's for like, um, it's helpful for like gaming or if you have that kind of style of graphic design that you Mm -hmm. want. Um, So those are two really cool new models and, you know, more realism. 
Um, and it's also kind of like a cute aesthetic too. Um, okay. with the, like the pastel dream. So, um, backgrounds, things like that. So it's like a really, um, fun update. Nice. Um, and then what else? Go ahead. What else we got? Okay. So of course, Photoshop, uh, beta, um, if you haven't downloaded that, it's a must. Um, they just, uh, recently added the, um, generative, it's too many words. (laughs) generative AI expand with the crop tool, right? So Mm -hmm. um, now you don't even have to worry about any more prompts. That's why I always tell people uh, prompts are going to be obsolete. Like keep thinking that you're going to make $900,000, but yeah, now you just drag it and it creates images, automatically expands it to something new um, from the image that you add to it. So like, oh let's gosh. say you create okay. a cool image in Midjourney, right? Mm-hmm. And it has like really high details. Then you can yep. put it into Photoshop. You can expand it automatically. Mm-hmm. You have a new image. And oh, it's wow. really okay. good for YouTube thumbnails, you know, to make sure like if you want extra detail, you want just a little bit extra space or to flip it, you just drag it instantly. You have um, a new image. So, so it's really not- great. I haven't played in Photoshop in a while and you make me want to get back into beta because it's wild yeah. that you, it doesn't even need prompts right now. Like my mind is a little bit blown because I'm like, I'm a good prompter. I, my prompts are on point. <laughs> but then like, it's like, wait, the AI is already doing it in, itself and it knows to either build out a picture or complete the picture in a way through its own um, mm-hmm. learning. So that's amazing. That's that's pretty cool. I may have to download yeah. that one. Yeah. I'm getting clips and I'm getting Photoshop beta. <laughs> What yeah. else we got? <laughs> All right. So, of course, this one is really interesting because um, we all know AGI, right? Oh, yeah. Um, now. My middle initial should have been G. My parents messed up with that. I'm AMI. Yeah, that would have been, been dope. Go ahead. <laughs> you can pretend. I'm going to change pretend. my middle name. <laughs> um, but they may have you beat, though, because they're, they're, all trade, they're all getting trademarks. So, the issue is that on July 18th, Chat GPT, well, excuse me, OpenAI, trademark mm-hmm. GPT-5. Ah, okay. I'm shocked no one else did that before them. Yeah. Um, I would have been out here is... with GPT-5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I would have got all of them if I was another company. Yeah. So the issue is, how close are we to AGI? And now are we yeah. going to start seeing... The next level of competition because recently, you know, with XAI, right? Yep. Elon's already talking about okay, mm-hmm. we're going to create the AGI, and I did that last week when mm-hmm. he said it's it's about curiosity, it's about truth seeking, and in right. that video, I was like, well, that is subjective because the truth that you find is not always the truth that you expect, right? right. So that was okay. I'm not even going to go into that one yet. Um, <laughs> But then I was looking back through um, a lot of different posts and there's this guy, he's like an investor and his name is Siki Chen. And Mm -hmm. back then in, let's see, March 27th, he said Mm -hmm. he was um, given the info that, yeah, GPT-5 would would achieve AGI. It's too many Mm. acronyms, man. Yeah, um, a lot of acronyms. So now it's like, are we going to start seeing... The competition for AGI. And how far are we actually advancing on the back end that we don't even know about yet? 
Right, because they were so, all talking about like, oh, we're we're pausing GPT five. We're gonna hold yeah. off. We're only going to GPT four. Hey, Congress, we're mm. chilling. We don't need to go further. But now folks are trademarking, and I'm sure they're constantly building those tools in the background. So yeah, it's gonna be very yes. interesting. And to see who does it first, because they there's no way they're not building these models and trying to get them there. There's no way, especially exactly. with XAI, uh, Chat GPT. Five and what that looks like. There's no way folks aren't trying to build that. Yeah, I'm just wondering. It's like how, because man, if people don't understand AGI, it's to have the ability to not only try to create emotions, human emotions, how mm-hmm. we would think or how we would create or even behave. Mm-hmm. That is a huge deal. And then where are they getting that information from? Yeah, like where's the because, data from? Is my concern. I mean, if the current Elon data. Has Twitter. Yeah, tw- but everyone doesn't though. Like, if you look at the demographics, if you look at like even the data that they're currently trained off of, what it assumes, it assumes mm-hmm. that you have uh, access to share information, that you put information out there, that it actually trained on your data. We know that normally isn't within small groups of not small groups, but certain groups and certain demographics. So that's the interesting part of like what it will be based on the data it trains on and how it continues to learn itself. That's the thing I'm very fascinated about. Like, do we really want an AGI that mimics people on Twitter? I don't. I don't want an AGI <laughs> to mimic Twitter, Facebook, none of the Instagrams. None of the, I don't want any of it because these are not places where I, I personally barely hang out. So yeah. I don't want an AGI like, oh, this is how it is to be a human, which is basically an asshole and a jerk. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm good on that. Pretty much. So that's going to be really interesting because I think that's one of the biggest worry that everybody has is like data scraping because Mm -hmm. Elon, like I think it was like within the last month or so, he started Mm -hmm. limiting data scraping. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. that's actually relevant because if he's maybe trying to acquire that data and he doesn't want anybody Mm -hmm. else to also get that data, you know, that's kind of like. It's like, okay, so, you know, we thought maybe it was, oh, for protection, but then Mm -hmm. it's like, well, to prevent other individuals from actually acquiring that data as well. So that's a, an interest, interesting thing to consider about what's going to happen. So, but what I will say about Elon, um, let me see if he's calling me. No, I'm not that, I'm not that (laughs) to that level yet. But what I will say about him is like, think about the Tesla and the, um, like the AI that, that the self-driving part of the Tesla, like I Mm -hmm. do admire how they did that and how like Mm -hmm. they trained it. And it got to the point where literally they're like removing pieces of it because it's smart enough Mm -hmm. to do it itself. So I do love what they did with the, um, self-driving cars and how that's working because that's been pretty successful. So I'm hopeful that he doesn't use Twitter data, um, but there's plenty <laughs> other data sets to think about. And um, I am nervous, even with ChatGP3 and his limitations of how yeah. you correct some of the things that we all know are problems with that model or even like the bars of the world. There's still issues with them. Like there's no perfect model yet. And of course, let's not stop the enemy of the good is, is trying to get the perfect, right? So we don't want to do that. So we want to learn about these things but I am concerned it's in a few hands and I want to make sure that we, as a folks who are going to be also interacting with these models, know what we're getting and hopefully challenge them to be more responsible when it comes to these texts. Yeah. All right. So next we have, um, runway ML and it's just like a quick mm. update because now they just launched their footage packs. 
So oh, I nice. think okay. this is actually really interesting as well because, I mean, you can with Gen 2 create your own uh, videos, right? Um, Got with it. Gen yep. 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also available on the web and iOS. Oh, nice. So that works out. Okay. Yeah. So it's like really helpful. Um, that's big. So, I mean, Just think about how long it took for ChatGPT to get on iOS and everybody had those fake ChatGPT websites. I actually met a woman. I was talking to her. She was like, I have ChatGPT on my phone. At the time, they hadn't released the iOS. And I was like, ma'am, that's not that's not it. And she didn't know because she was using a third party. And I was like, no, it's only, at the yeah. time, it was only on desktop. And she was like, I'm paying these people, like, she's paying like a $40 subscription or something crazy. So it's also important as folks are listening to this, when you're getting these new tools, please make sure you're getting the right tools. And it's not mm-hmm. someone who's using APIs or trying to make money off of this. Shout out to the people making money. I'm not a hater. Yeah. <laughs> but for those of you who are users of it, make sure you know what you're using. But go ahead. Yeah, no, that's a really good tip too, especially when you're on mobile or like they try to like mimic, yeah. like with the icons and the names. Yeah, you do got to oh, be yeah. careful with that, especially with your information. So mm-hmm. that's a big deal. But um, but yeah, the videos, the B-roll that they created, it looks really good. It's really um, okay, nice. affordable because I think it's like five cents per, I forgot now, per second or per minute. Mm-hmm. Don't don't quote me. It's Either cheap one is it, not but, bad. It's still cheap. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not like a creative person. The fact mm. that they already have those packs ready for you, that's like really helpful, mm. especially like for okay, videos, good. because now like with YouTube automation and there are so many people who want to make like faceless channels, you can go oh, yeah. and get your B-roll. So it's not like you have to be creative now. You can just go and download, you know, videos that are a bit more unique than, you know, regular websites that have, um, you know, videos that everybody else is using. So that's like an option. If you're making that's YouTube automation videos, go check that's out the I'm new ones. <laughs> check out those new videos. All right. So then now we're getting into a bit of a uh, few heavier topics. Um, oh, so, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Not that deep. Not this week. Okay. All right, I got to get my soul um, together if we're going to go AI deep. I'm like, can we do AI surface for week one and then week two? Yeah. We go a little bit deeper, but right now, please, just, just a sprinkle it in there. Take me slow. Take me slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like there were a lot of updates, but there oh, yeah. weren't, you know? Okay. So, I mean, they're important, but, you know, it goes up and down every week, but it's still interesting stuff. Um, but as far as the... The bigger news now, it's the uh, the AI chips for the Chinese market. And I think this is where we're going to start ah. getting into, yeah, the laws, policies, and regulations. Um, mm-hmm. Because now, AMD, right? So, mm-hmm. well, let me backtrack. I just so NVIDIA, that I need to get it back. <laughs> so, um, NVIDIA and Intel... They already mm-hmm. make AI chips for China, right? But there are yep. some laws and regulations that they have to abide by. But mm-hmm. now AMD is trying to compete with their chips. It's the MI300 AI chips. Okay. Um, and basically these are like um, semiconductors um, to analyze mm-hmm. data specifically for AI, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's really, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to go that deep. I could. Okay. I was about to but, say, keep it, keep it, keep it at surface. We'll do that later. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it right here, level zero, right now. Okay. But yeah, you so keep watching to get level, uh, level ten, <laughs> level hundred. Um, but yeah, so that is a big deal, and it's. But I find it interesting. I was like, well, all of these U.S. companies, 
mm-hmm. are now focusing on exporting these AI chips. So I think that may be oh, yeah. a topic that we really need to look more into and then how the Software laws are going to catch up to this type of information. On that stuff. Yep. Yep. Say it again. Stocks were going crazy on this, on the chips, all the chip companies. They were doing really well in the market. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's one of the big issues as far as exporting and how these AI products, because, you know, we're always thinking about AI. You think just um, products online, right? right? And not but, the what builds it, what actually drives it. Like, that's where exactly. a lot of things are also happening and have to happen. Exactly. So Nvidia, I think a lot of, go ahead. I was going to say real quick, even with NVIDIA, like there's a lot of companies, like I think Apple has like one of their lines held up for a very long time just to run some of their chips in general. Like, so Mm -hmm. these companies that are chip makers, like people are literally paying prime dollar to get their products made through these companies and to be the best at it. Like I said, NVIDIA and Apple have a really big deal, literally where Apple pays a premium to get a certain amount of um, time on their lines to get their chips. So that stuff is, mm-hmm. that's a very important thing to think about and who's going to be the yeah. newest and who's going to have the best of things that are coming out. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's and not even with the chips, like with the servers and yeah. it's like, okay, well, if at what point are we going to find the balance between um, if we're creating large data models, eventually we're going to need mm-hmm more powerful servers, more, um, and that's actually for the corporate level, but it, I also wonder how is that going to limit the general population who doesn't have access Mm -hmm. to buy desktops when they don't have access to buy, um, it's kind of like we're going backwards, right? Back to like when the computers were like huge and taking up a, a whole yeah, room. Yeah, and everybody was paying like a million dollars at Gateway. And everybody was paying yeah. like building their Gateway computers back in the day when it was a thing. Yeah. Paying like $2,000, $3,000. But something yeah. else came out this week. I got to search it while we're talking. There was, um because me and my, uh, me and Lil Ul were talking about it. And it was, at first it was leaked, like a paper was leaked. Lil is a tech guy. Lil is a tech guy. Yeah, he's a tech guy. Um, but there was a, a research paper that was leaked about a conductor that could mm-hmm. um, work at room temperature, like a superconductor mm-hmm. that can work at room temperature. So it was leaked at first. Everyone said it wasn't real. Then another guy recreated it. So there may be an opportunity for this, whatever, however they were able to do it, where they have a conductor that can move high power. Because um, right now, I think conductors, he said, have to be like negative 250 degrees to, mm-hmm. to move this type of power. So we could literally probably put crazy power in something the size of a cell phone. So there yeah. are the, there are other things happening in other fields right now. Like we're at a real cool time to live. I'm not trying to be cr- like funny. I know some folks say that about other ages, but even mm-hmm. in the last 40 years, so many things have happened and so many mm-hmm. new innovations, new breakthroughs on old theories that existed for so long are now getting to the place where they're like, we can use this stuff. So it's about to get really wild, especially yeah. if we're able to like move power in something like, take high power in small devices like a cell phone in a way we've never been able to do that and have um yeah. and have energy transfer in that way. So I'm interested to see what happens with it. I I was listening to um a YouTube about it with him, but I'm interested to see if they really got it done or not. But there's rumors that through the research paper and someone else proving it as well that is possible. So we'll see. Yeah. But that's a good point though, because a few days ago I talked about the um how the new opportunities for AI 
Yep. It's the server side hosting as far as mm-hmm. trying to get people to use it on their mobile devices. Like for example, with yep. Runway and um, all of, you know, chat GPT. The issue is, is that you can only do but so much on your phone. So yep. I wonder what is going to be not only the educational divide, but oh, yeah. the professional divide mm-hmm. of the people who can only do things on their phone right. versus the professionals who have desktops versus mm-hmm. corporate who have the rooms filled with giant oh, yeah. servers. So <laughs> even though even though things are going to the phone, which I think is great, yeah. but people still have to be aware of that and the limitations because if somebody only thinks, oh yeah, I have the software on my phone because they're mm-hmm. not tech savvy and they think they have the full version and they don't right. even realize why is that person able to do better with the same software and it's like, it's not the same, Mm-mm. right? So and people think- do have to be aware of it. Yeah, I think I'm glad that you said that because honestly, like, I don't think people think about that and that's not mm-hmm. something they're going to tell you. They're not like, hey, you downloaded this app or hey, yeah. you're trying to reach a browser. They're like, they're not like, oh, you do not have the computing power power for this. So you have a limited version. <laughs> Pretty much. No one knows that. Yeah. So I'm glad you're saying that, mm-hmm. saying that out loud so people can know like, hey, if you can afford a desktop, if you can afford um, the right type of, comp- uh, not gaming chip, uh, video card or et cetera, et cetera, to make sure your computer can run. Like, I think we've forgotten because how powerful computers are, how much mm-hmm. it takes to run a computer. Um, like Lul was, um, he had bought a computer, but he was still building. He was like changing some of the uh, parts in it and like yeah. changing the video card, changing the RAM. Like he was literally taking the computer apart. He bought one, but he added to it because he didn't want to build it on his own. But even still, it's like he had to do all that to optimize that computer. Everyday people mm-hmm. ain't thinking about optimizing a computer. Folks are on their laptop and then they run out of space and then they're like, what? No, I'm like, there are computers that have so much power that can do many, much, a lot of things. Yeah. And those processors matter. Like we have to think about that. And I think because computers have way more room, we forgot mm-hmm. about that. Because I remember when we were younger and you had a computer, it would literally tell you, you got to, you can't do this, right? Now yeah, it's like, much. we don't know what it can or can't do. And we're not, we don't hit those limits like we used to, to even start to yeah. work our brain to know that that is a problem. And that's something that still happens within computers. Or even like, if you go one step further, like there was that, there's a person that left me a comment and the person hey, said, <laughs> um, shouting you out without shouting you out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to tag him so he sees this. Um, (laughs) So-and-so. So so he kept saying, oh, but the the AI tools now that are available, you can just get them on the API. They're hosted on the cloud. They're small Mm -hmm. software. You don't need them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you understand that, that, for example, I use the term of Adobe, right? You understand that in order for me to access the the cloud-hosted, AI tool that yes, it's small. I still have to open up Photoshop. Yeah, now my computer, it still yeah. has to have enough GPU in order to run it. So it's like you can't always do one without the other because I think sometimes yeah. people forget they're so used to like standalone products and they're the not quick, thinking about happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But they're not thinking like, oh, some tools are used within another tool and then that right. tool is not going to work without a desktop computer, you know, oh, especially yeah. if you're trying right. to be more of a professional. Um, oh, yeah. And just so people know, uh, y'all need to be professional entrepreneurs soon. If, cause if, cause that's what we don't get out of hand and 
there are no jobs. I'm going to need for you guys to start your own YouTube channel. <laughs> Make some money. Content, content creators all over the world, like Idiocracy all over again. Pretty much. Find, find a different niche, though. Talk to each other. Yeah. Like, don't niche don't niche, come in this niche. niche. <laughs> yeah, leave this niche alone. Niches yeah. get rich. Leave Go this find niche something alone. else I'm to get do. Do some crafts or something. Leave my niche alone. All right. Let me stop messing with people. Um, all Sorry, right, so another one. Real though. No, but seriously, take a serious moment on that. But seriously, though, we are getting to a place um, where you got to figure out other lenses because technology is moving mm-hmm. pretty quickly. There will be new industries that are opened up, like Marcel is saying, Marcy is saying around the piece that uh, she was just talking about. But we have to make sure that you are prepared. Always tell folks, like, find your intersection, and your intersection should include some tech component. Whether you're a teacher, whether you're a librarian, whatever it is that you're doing, you need to figure out how tech works in that space to at least stay relevant in the next 10 years, to be honest, because it's going to be a very interesting 10. Like, think about it. iPhone came out, what, 2008? Mm -hmm. That's nothing. Like, it sounds like a long time ago, because it's almost like 15 years, but uh, that was not that long ago. Like, and what has happened after that? The possibilities are only going to get even crazier with um, ChatGPC. We saw what happened with Threads, how many users are are using this stuff. We're moving the users very quickly, getting folks online. So we need to really think about what that means for jobs and what that means for the future. Um, so please make sure you find your niche. There's riches and niches. Go ahead, Marcel. What's next? <laughs> um, well, now that you said that, um, there was an article written um, that said, I think they're the AI jobs specifically for women too. Mm-hmm. excuse me, not the AI jobs for women, that okay. the business industry would affect women. 80% that AI would affect 80%. Look, being on these, uh, these stat lists. Okay. Get, get women off the stat list. I'm good. I don't need it. <laughs> but but yeah, I read I'm article, like, Hey, I know most of the guys are in tech. Oh yeah. They good. Look, we need your, a lot more sister, women. In help tech. your wife, help your mom, help your auntie. Like, you know, a woman somewhere in your life. So make sure they know this, but go ahead, Marcy. Yeah. So it's important, you know, ladies also pay attention, okay? Or tell, I, I can say, all the guys, tech right bros, tell your the ladies. 10% of viewership, please pay attention. <laughs> ladies all right, so listen. next up. So I need um, the ladies to also listen. Yes, we are probably pulling more to tech bros. Guys, y'all can listen to this more often than a woman is. You just are. Because y'all love this stuff. Y'all like love YouTube. Here. You live here. So it is what it is. But tell seriously, those are things like we're sharing this stuff because AI news of the week. News should be shared. Don't just keep the news for yourself. Share the um, YouTube. Tell someone to subscribe to our channel. We're super neutral. We're very logical. We bring facts. So make sure um, you let women in your life know if you care. If you don't care, also share it. Subscribe. Subscribe to the channel, subscribe, man. Subscribe. subscribe to the channel. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, it's late. <laughs> Okay, I, I and one of the kind of weird kind of things. So I was checking out this uh, Wall Street Journal article. Um, Did it you was subscribe? With a... Did you subscribe? Did you subscribe to the Wall Street Journal? I I, ain't I paid for it. So I'm wondering if you subscribed or not. No. Uh, free. <laughs> oh, okay, that's why I was like, Did you pay I have to scroll not, down I, before I, you I ask me to. Because I, I, there's too many things I want to read there, so they keep getting me. But go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. They ain't going to get me unless y'all want to give me a free <laughs> they get subscription. Me for that. I got a deal. I think it's 424. Uh, well, we can <laughs> share. You can share yeah, with can your share. subscription. I'll, I'll, send you with me. I'll send you the straight up screenshot. <laughs> 
Um, so they were doing an interview with a senior White House aide, right? Trying to mm. find out what is Biden's view on and on AI. And basically, <laughs> what? Let me take a break. All right, the way this started <laughs> off, it's gonna go bad. It's First not. Of all, it's your White House at aide. White House, excuse me, White House aide. We don't know what that person's background is. Are they tech? Are they anything? Just some random person. We were like, hey, how's Biden doing with that AI stuff? <laughs> oh, continue. I'll let you listen. They need to set those articles up better because trolls are ready. All right. And as a former troll, I was ready. Senior White House aide tells us what Biden okay. thinks about AI. First of all, no comment. Let me be quiet. I'm trying to be good. I'm not even trying to go super deep. On I'm not it, trying but, okay. to be, but I, I, this is an area I need to be good because this is public. Go ahead. Smile. It's not even a long statement, uh, but I was like, with something like, so who, deep. How this somebody is, else tell somebody else how they feel about something? It's AI. I mean, it's I guess it's person. talking about AI at the crib. We got wars happening right now. You think he's like, <laughs> if they ever well, ask said, about AI, tell them I said. <laughs> I, I think that's the, how the meeting goes. Oh, go ahead. I'm sure he was ready for that. That was on top yeah, of his list. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So they just thought it's, it feels stupid even to repeat it. This is how dumb this quote no, is. No, when you started it, I was like, this is dumb. You said it was dumb, so I went ahead and felt like I could go off your, um, because you know I'm It I'm is. I'm, I'm trying to be I was professional like, about dumb. it. Like, it's about to be dumb as hell. But go ahead, I'm going to listen. I'm not going to say anything. wonder and worry. That's... <clears throat> Next topic, please. <laughs> and then the follow-up was, yeah, they, they plan on too. acting sooner than later. <laughs> that too is late. the state. Too late. Let me tell you, that is the state. Too late. Too late. Too late. The fact that even like, and bring, bring, so bring it home a little bit, huh? Bring it home a little bit. Take it well, up and not your tiny. I'm gonna bring it home now. This time I'm bringing it home, and it's not gonna go home. It's gonna go right back out to space. But no, <laughs> but one of the things that even so, um, I'm a voice of an AI that was that's uses and now it uses for, but my I trained my voice on an AI a couple of years ago. Um, the AI is called Clara, and she's part of a group called Create Labs, and she's an AI or whatever that goes around and teaching kids about AI. They've been doing it for a few years. They asked me to train my voice on her. So mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool, and at the time. I think when I first trained um, my voice on her, it was like four hours of tape. And this was a couple of years ago. Now I'm, I think they trained her on like seven minutes of my podcast, um, which was way quicker. But even back then she was using GPT-3 because OpenAI was allowing certain people to get access to it yeah. and they were using it and like sharing it out there. So for me, when it was like, when it came public for folks, I'm like, but this thing has been hanging out literally doing things and like interacting for some time. So I'm not joking when I say too late. I really mean like, hey, too late. And even if any of y'all watched a congressional hearing, some of y'all may care about that. I do personally. So I watched it and I was in shock at the questions that were coming up. Like questions were not, they were like questions you should never ask. So when you say wonder and wow, or whatever the heck you just said, and we're going to do something. Wonder and worry. Wonder and worry. Okay. Wonder and worry. And we're going to do something soon. My response is too late because even after that, I haven't seen any meaningful. Some folks are talking about it. And I know in the past, some people have tried to do some legislation on it. I haven't seen anything meaningful coming after that. In my mind, I would have been like, hey, we probably need to think about this differently. China Mm -hmm. did something. 
why aren't we? So I'm like, that's that to me is the wrong statement for today. But I'll leave it at that and keep it keep it. Calm. And I will keep say, cool. scientific advisors, where are you? Okay, that's what. I, yeah, we that's need- what I thought you were gonna say was saying that. That was a punchline for a. Um, that was a punchline, and that's cool. But I would want a scientific advisor or technology. They have a technology. Um, a whole uh, group that focuses on technology, AI, they brought on, they created new groups that focus on AI and government in the feds. So there's a lot of people that can, that could have been the spokesperson. I just think yeah. they're the wrong person. And that's fine. Nothing against the person. I'm all about folks being able to speak up, but I think we should probably have someone else speaking about this. Such a real topic at this point in time. That's just me. And it's like, how do, let me, let me put my words kindly. And okay. Not go I'll keep it rough. You keep it kind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I need a moment. I can't control myself. You can't have me out here so, on YouTube streets. Because it's like, once these programs are already implemented, yeah. corporate level, mm-hmm. if you guys even understand what Llama 2 is doing with Meta and Microsoft and Azure, Am I saying that word correctly? Because I don't Azure, get it wrong. It's okay. It's Azure. Okay. I'm going to correct whatever. you every time. <laughs> every time. Whatever. Who cares about Azure? Well, I care. Don't get I care too. <laughs> I was like, let me catch myself. I care yeah, too. Yeah, don't yeah, bump yeah. my membership. It's okay. I'm like, but, we um, need all of our accents. <laughs> I was like, we all need it. I'm, I'm, I'm well, we trying do. to be banned. They're but, everywhere. Um, and they, they do a great, pretty good job. Um, <laughs> but it's like. Once they're already implemented in the business world, so what if I? Don't how are know those policies going to catch up? No, let rewind a bit. So I know what you're talking about, but can you like explain to the audience what do you mean by it? what? Are, what are they doing with Llama Two, Facebook, Meta, Microsoft? What are they all doing right now? Like what's happening? What was released to Llama Two? Can you speak like at a even level? Well, like what's going on there? Even, even level. <laughs> okay, even level. All right. So basically, one of the most important parts of Llama 2 is the research models, right? Um, with ChatGPT, I'm a research scientist. Yeah, <laughs> so we should have actually said that at the beginning of this. But yeah, and Amber it. works in yeah, I the work government. in data performance management and government in particular. So I'm more on yeah. the government side of this world. Right. So that's the beautiful thing about Llama 2 is with the ability to, as we're trying to focus on research, on accuracy, right? Mm-hmm. Because ChatGPT is like, um, oh, you mm-hmm. want references? I'm about to I give you some you that I made saying. up. I'm a oh, you want authors? ABC, I just created 22 people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the fact that all of these language models are now moving towards um, the university level and corporate level. I don't think people realize the importance well, uh, of that. Let's break that down. What do you say when you mean university level? Meaning universities and corporate companies are going to be adopting these models, right? Exactly. Well, not yet, but now they're working on but trying to make it accurate. But they're getting primed to adopt these models at that level. Exactly. Not just beyond users like you and me and those of y'all who are watching, make sure you subscribe, who are also now using it. Imagine a corporation that has Microsoft getting access to an AI beyond Copilot, but this other... AI Llama mm-hmm. 2 or imagine government because government one of the biggest um, contractors for government is Microsoft right mm-hmm. um, and the work that they do or AWS and their big government contractors or these big companies that are working in these other places now these companies will have access to these models and universities in a different way 
beyond beyond them just saying, "Hey, I'm on ChatGPT using this generative AI." Yeah, and the connection to Azure is that Azure has 722 million members yeah. with the businesses people. Yeah. So you can imagine if they're going to start maybe connecting with all of these AI softwares. How is the laws? That's not even proper grammar. Stunned I am. How are the laws, policies, and regulations <laughs> going to uh, match up to 722 million, million people when right. they're already running their business on it? It's Yeah. The people are well, going to be like, oh, we've been earlier. using this for two years. Yeah. And that's why <laughs> I said right. earlier, we're too late. We're just too late. Granted, we should still... Law, lawmakers used to still act if you happen to be the 0.0001% of person, people who listen to this. Um, lawmakers yeah. should still act and make sure that we're doing using AI in a in a helpful way, especially when it's at the corporate level and beyond the individual level or universal level, because that's a totally different game. But yeah. again, like you said, if all of a sudden 700, 700 million people are now using this tool, you already, you're gone. Like the moment they use yeah. it, it's very hard to pull that back. Exactly. And like, then to kind of... It, it's like how they try to ban TikTok. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> After everyone had downloaded it. No, the best yeah. thing would have probably been to do is say, hey, Apple, US, you don't offer TikTok in the US. And granted, I don't think yeah. you should ban TikTok, but I'm saying if you want to do it, you got to do it before mass adoption because it's hard to pull that stuff back. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, okay, and then to kind of bring it home and connect it to our last topic. Um, so mm-hmm. today I saw that uh, Johns Hopkins University, um, which made me you, so my happy. former employer. <laughs> um, so shout out to them. Um, shout out, Jade. It looks like they just... What'd you say? I said, shout out JHU. Yes, yes. Um, and if y'all want to hire somebody else, <laughs> you can hire me. I am looking for shout a out. teaching position. Look, shout out looking for a job. <laughs> shout out open. No, shout out open for opportunities. <laughs> um, so they hired, it looks like they hired 110 professors. Um, That's a Because lot. they're focusing on creating the data science and mm. uh translate translation institute i i'm not sure about that part but we have to look it up okay but um but it's focused on developing ai so the fact that now we're going to see universities really putting forth the funding oh, yeah. and the effort towards advancing education for ai mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that is massive mm-hmm. because 110 professors that is a lot that's wild. okay that's a that's huge that's um, wow. I was telling yeah. you before we started, um, I had interviewed Dr. Chappella, who is, mm-hmm. he's an AI researcher. He's been researching AI for ridiculous amount of years, decades. Like he always jokes and says, everyone's so scared of AI, but AI is on social security because it's been around that long. Like it could get a social <laughs> security card in the US. Yeah. I love the way he talks about it, but he wrote the book, um, Can We Trust AI? But he's a professor mm-hmm. at JHU, but he works in, he does AI research, but in the engineering um, department. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see if he's going to be involved in this new um, new program or new, hopefully it's a, a center or whatever, or a department or um, a school yeah. there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. But that's really exciting because I think yeah. before they were hanging out in the engineering department. Yeah, I think this is the, the Whiting School of Engineering. Yep, Whiting School of Engineering. That's where they yeah, were hanging so out. Yeah, so I think that's going to be... 
I have the, so in my book, the children's book I have, I have the writing school yeah. in there as that's the school that she's right in front of. Oh, yeah. do you have your book with you to show everybody? I sure do since y'all are here and I, <laughs> it's our podcast, but I wrote a book called AI Meets AI. It's for kids. So ages four to eight, but I'm going to pull up the picture of the writing school. It's based in, um, it's based on an AI that got its GPS mangled coming from JHU, but I do show the Whiting School of Engineering. My illustrator did an amazing job of that. That is the Whiting School mm. of Engineering. So if you ever go on campus, that's where it is. And I'm so excited. If that's where the new AI school is, that's where Dr. Chappelle, I think he's also based in that um, in that school. But it's literally a few minutes from my house. So that's uh, really, really cool. let the people know where they can buy that book. Oh, you can buy it on Amazon. We will also drop it in the notes below. So don't you worry. Yeah. And this will also be a podcast. So podcast listeners is in the show, show notes. <laughs> Yeah, y'all, y'all go get my yay, girl's book, yay. man, because it's amazing. It's a great yeah, book. It's on Amazon, or you can go yeah. to my website, AIDigitales.com. That's A-I-D-I-G-I-T-A-L-E-S.com. I sound like a radio producer. Drinks <laughs> no, that's water. dope, though. <laughs> thank all right, you, thank so um, that kind of covers all the topics for the week. Do you have any other topics that you want to talk about? No, I think that I say no, and then I think that... <laughs> I think that I'm really excited about this partnership um, and what this looks like. I'm really excited about where we go from here. So if y'all have ideas for the go-to girls for AI, please make sure you drop it in the comments. Let us know. Hit us up on our respective um, pages. Follow Marcy Newell. Also follow AI Decodes the System. I also podcast and talk about these topics. I'm going to be making sure I do that even more. So just make sure you follow us. Um, we love this stuff. Marcel's been researching this stuff since I've known her when we were kids. And I'm like a person who is, I love this stuff and investigate this stuff. I'm more on the data side, but this is a world we both love. So we're hoping that y'all enjoyed it and we're hoping that you come back. So yep. I have nothing, Marcel, Marcy, unless you have anything you want to share. Um, no, I mean, I just started my channel. So, you know, on my channel, I try to do a lot of tech tutorials, design tutorials, Oh yeah. Um, of course, like marketing and business, because I really want to share that information with people. So even mm-hmm. if it's not about AI, you want to learn about marketing and advertising, oh, yeah. you can ask me about that too. And like what kind of AI tools, like I made a few videos about AI tools that people can use for their business. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. I want to bring everything together so that people like can it. learn how to do things for themselves, yeah. you know, and really become like better entrepreneurs and see how tech can actually help you. Even if you like sell candles, like, Hey, you can use an AI tool to help you create, create ads and graphics to make your business better, you know, and automate it. So you don't feel like you have to have a team to have Mm -hmm. a really strong business running it by yourself. So you can be a hell of a um, solopreneur. So yeah, that works. Exactly. So yeah. So it's the channel is going to grow. I'm going to add a lot more. I have a lot of like Adobe oh, no. tutorials right now. I'm not about you. This woman, because she's not saying, because y'all don't know, she has so many channels that are like the no face channels that have millions and millions of views. So now she's like finally showing her face. And I'm so excited that she's showing her face and the mastermind behind a lot of these channels that many of you have watched and you don't even know you're watching them from this lady right here. And she's worked with so many other people to do that. So please make sure you follow her. She just started her, um, her face channel um so make sure you check her out she's been literally studying this stuff for so long i remember back in the day i'm I'm gonna just share real quick y'all can um keep listening because y'all y'all know you want to hear what i'm about to say but um back in the day when we were kids so if you some of y'all may be too young but if you were born in the 80s or um grew up in the 90s 
you knew something called MySpace. So she was one of the folks that literally started like coding in MySpace back in the day, doing the website layouts because we used to have to buy templates and buy layouts. So she started doing that like way back then and like built a career around like internet um, and being an entrepreneur and has been able to literally work for herself her whole entire career and has like done billions of ads. Like I'm not joking, billions with a B. So I need you all to understand this girl knows what she's talking about. Um, I'm here because I like to talk and... I, I love this topic, so make sure you listen. I kind of know what I'm talking about uh, most of the time, but yeah. So we're super excited. Um, don't let her lie to y'all. Huh? I know they'll figure I it out. Say, later. Don't don't lie to these people. She's <laughs> she's beyond. I might. Oh, you guys will see. <laughs> you will see. But no, stay tuned. We will try to keep it as level as possible. There are times when we'll turn the pressure on a little bit, but make sure you stay tuned. Can't promise we are that. Your- we can't promise you ain't never lie, <laughs> but make sure you stay tuned for your AI, um, your AI news of the week. And we are your AI go-to girls. So check us out. Also tech bros stay here. You know, you like it here. All right. Bye y'all. <laughs> that is a wrap for the AI decodes the system podcast. I really hope you all enjoyed the conversation. If you like the content, please make sure to follow, download, subscribe to, and share the show. Make sure you show us that love so that we know you're getting value out of the content. Also, feel free to rate us and comment. We also have a Patreon link in the show notes. But I just want to thank you all so much and see you next time as we decode the system.